Welcome to another episode of Let's Get Fizzy Poll. I'm your host, Christy Sellers, and today I'm really excited because we are talking about a topic that I am so passionate about, and that is mindset. Now, this is going to be about programming your mind to achieve the best results for your training. So that can be from your weekly class training, even just once a week, right through to preparing for a competition. So this episode is for everyone. Your mindset drives everything that you do. So you can train your strength and your flexibility and your stamina and your tricks and everything like that as much as you like. But if your mindset is not sorted and your mindset is not strong, you are not going to be able to achieve the best possible version of whatever it is that you're doing. So, you know, whether that be you want to get the best results that you can out of your level three class, then if your mindset is not where it needs to be, you're not going to get the the best possible result. And same thing goes for especially preparing to perform on stage because I have had plenty of experience with that and I can tell you the times that I made a conscious effort to prepare my mindset, made all the difference in the world, especially in that moment on stage as well. It can mean the difference between talking yourself into doing a trick and out of doing a trick as well. So I'm really uh, happy that we're talking about this and that we're going to dive into it. So here we go. The first thing we're going to do is think about our strengths and weaknesses. So you have to get really clear on this and you may even want to write these down as a list. But I know for myself, I know what my strengths are and I know what my weaknesses are. So when I go into training, I know that I can train on my own. That is a strength of mine. Not a lot of people can do that, but I can go in and not necessarily motivate myself. Like I sometimes I'm definitely not motivated to go in and, and train and flog myself to try to be better, but my determination is so strong that I know that I can do it and I can train by myself. I do like to train with other people, but a lot goes on inside my head that um, I think Sometimes it is even better when I'm training on my own because my thoughts are uninterrupted. And then other times it's definitely helpful to have someone there as a sounding board so that you can say, I don't know how I feel about this part or can you spot me for this trick or, you know, just someone there to be like, do it again. (laughs) So your pole buddy can definitely be helpful, but don't feel like you always need someone there to be able to go in and get the best training. You will train differently on your own as you will with another person. So really think about, you know, what makes you, what are your strengths when you're training? Are you, do you have a lot of self-belief? Do you, and I'm not just talking about physical strengths and weaknesses. I mean, your mental strengths and weaknesses. Are you the type of person that if you've had a bad day at work and you come into the studio, is your training affected by that? Is that a weakness? Or 
are you able to switch off completely from that and really get into your training and you actually get a better result because you're taking out whatever emotion it is on your training. So that could be a strength of yours. But I don't know what your strengths are specifically, but you need to think about them and be aware of them as you're going into your training because it will make all the difference and you need to be self-aware. There's a great quote and it says, you don't need to see the whole staircase to take the first step. And I love this because sometimes when you think about, okay, I'm just going into... I'm going into level five right now and there's so many tricks that I don't know and there's so many new moves and I don't know how I'm going to get all of these things in eight weeks or however long you're um, planning to try to get everything in. That can be really overwhelming, but if you just take one step at a time, just that first step, so, you know, especially for preparing for a performance, this this could be for a showcase this could be for a competition. But you look at the whole routine and you think, oh my God, like where do I even start? You just have to take the first step and you can start anywhere you like. For a performance, you don't have to start at the first beat. You can start in the middle. You can start at the end. You can start working on your tricks. You can do whatever you would like as long as you start. I always try to make a point of doing a run through of the full routine, even if it's not ready, as soon as I possibly can, because the first run through is always the worst. And I want to get it done so that it's out of the way because I don't want that experience again. <laughs> so I make a point of trying to get to that, that stage where I can do a full run through. I don't avoid it at all. I know it's going to be bad. So I set that expectation. I say to myself, all right, this is not going to be very good, but I have to get through this one to be able to get to the good ones. So make sure you don't avoid something like, you know, a run through or doing those tricks in whatever level you're in that are that are your nemesis tricks. You need to take the first step and just start training them. Because if you avoid them, that is when you will run into trouble for sure. So you don't need to see the whole picture you don't need to see the whole elephant to take the first bite. <laughs> no, that's not right. <laughs> you eat an elephant one bite at a time. Don't ask me where that quote comes from. It's a bit wrong, but you'll remember it, won't you? <laughs> All right, so plan. You need to plan. Here's another quote for you. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I'm sure you've heard that one before. It's um, it's quite a common quote, but it is so true. And when I really dig down into my training and I start to put my mind to it, I will set a schedule. I set a plan. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do it by. And I set those goals for myself. If you just go into it wishy-washy and like, oh yeah, I'm training. I hope that I improve. Like, yeah, you will improve. You've got great teachers and you've got a great support community around you with your fizzy fam and all of that. But you really, those moments when you get that trick or you do that performance and you do a good job and you just go, yes. And everyone, you can feel the energy in the room when you work for it. And when you achieve those moments, it's second to none. And I want you to have more of those. So that's why we're talking about getting our minds in the right place so that we go into training 
you know, if you go into a practice session when there's practice on, have a plan. Some of you have been following me in the PhysiPole competitors group with my my training again after my third baby, third and final, by the way. <laughs> um, and in that, I I literally have a piece of paper with all of the tricks that I need to train and I work through them one at a time and I do each of them three times. Then once I've done that, I'll go back and do all of them again. So this is on a trick day. Sometimes I will do a dance focused day. Uh, if I can't physically move my body, I'll work on facial expressions. I go, I actually go into this, um, a lot more in my online course. Some of you will have seen that I just released an online course for how to choreograph a performance. Um, this is for pole and or aerial. And I talk about how to plan your training so that you're getting the most out of it every single time that you go in. And if you want to have a look, there's actually a YouTube video that I made a few years ago about my journey preparing for pole art, the competition in Finland, and that was in 2015. And you should just be able to search Christy Sellers pole art, and it's a two-part video because back then the time limit on YouTube didn't allow me to upload the whole thing. So you have to watch it in two parts. Sorry about that. Yeah, but it's it's so important. And in that, I actually have a printed schedule of, okay, on these days, I'm training new tricks. On these days, I'm training dance. On these days, I'm doing this and that. And then as I got down into four weeks to go, two weeks to go, one week to go, everything, the plan changed. So in the lead up, and this is more performance-based training right now that I'm talking about, but in the lead up, I would train stamina. So I'd do sprints or, uh, well, now I would do boogie bounce because it's a lot easier on my joints and a bit more fun, fun more fun than sprints. Um, but I would do that for the duration of what the performance was going to be so that my stamina could improve before I was even ready to do a run through. Because if I wasn't ready to do a run through until say three weeks before, that doesn't leave a whole lot of time to get your stamina up. And then you end up getting on stage looking exhausted by three quarters of the way through. And then you get marked down because you, you don't look strong enough. So keep that in mind. And, um, feel free to check out that video. Or as I said, the online course is, um, I'll give it a shameless plug here. It's christysellers.teachable.com. So you can check that one out. Next up is to understand the emotional journey that you're going to go through. Now, this is not just for performance or competition. This is your week to week training. You are not going to get every single trick the first time. That's very impressive if you do. It's very impressive if you get any trick the first time. I'm always very, very surprised if I can do a trick right away. Often I'm, I mean, back in the day, pole tricks moved a lot slower. They came out sort of once a year. There were new tricks and you would only see them at the Miss Pole competition because you went there and you got the DVD and then you practiced the tricks that you saw. But now with Instagram and Facebook, there's there are new tricks coming out every five minutes. So you need to prepare yourself mentally that you're not going to get things the first time and that's okay. So 
I, like I said, I would be surprised if I got something the first time. So when I go to learn a new trick, I'm expecting not to be able to do it. I expect that I will have a go, try to understand the mechanics of it, make some notes on it or film it if I can. And then from there, I go away and I break it down into baby steps for myself and I train it up, 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 up. And it's not a case of just having a go and being able to nail the whole thing. The improvement for me is very incremental. And I want you guys to start thinking about achieving tricks in that way. I don't want you to think, oh yeah, I'm just going to try this and oh, well, she got it first go. Well, maybe she has a different strength to you and she's not going to get the next trick as easily. So some people, yes, are naturally very quick to get tricks and that's fantastic. But for the most of us, and myself included, it is a bit of a journey. And if you're mentally prepared for that journey, it makes it so much easier and so much more relaxing. You're not stressing out about not getting the trick right away. So so I am telling you it is okay not to get the trick right away. The next thing is to be ready for setbacks. In your training, you will have setbacks and that can be a whole range of things. That can be from lifestyle or your your job, like you could be, something could happen there and you don't get into the studio as many times as you would have liked to this week. For me, it's my kids, which, you know, I'm. it's a very difficult time at the moment with two that are only 13 and a half months apart. So I'm not going to lie, that is hard. And having three kids in total, I'm enjoying motherhood, but it is so difficult at the moment that it's making training harder because I just don't have the time that I used to have. And I understand that. And I have to, as hard as it is for me, try to give myself a little bit of a break and say, okay, you know, I I want to be here with the kids and I also do want to train, but something's got to give there. So I can't go in and train every day like I used to and have those hours available. Even if I am trying to make that time, it is more, it is more difficult. Having said that, I'm, I do definitely kick myself along to get to the studio and get things done when I can, even if I'm a little bit tired. So yeah, your setbacks or not so much setbacks, but um, I suppose challenges, things that make it a little bit harder to just be, you know, a full-time athlete. Most of us or all of us have jobs or families or other commitments and things like that. So just be aware and prepared that those things will come up, but it doesn't mean that your training just goes down the drain. There's another saying that says, if you drop your phone on the ground and the screen cracks, you don't then stomp on your phone until the screen is completely shattered. And it's the same with your training. If you miss one day, it's it's just a little crack, like it's fine, everything, it'll all still work, you can still go in, you can still train the next day and get on with it. Whereas if you think, oh, well, I've missed it now, so there's no point in even doing it for the rest of the week, do not think that way. You need to have a more positive mindset than that and just accept that these little things will pop up where you can't always be 100% on the plan but try to be on it most of the time whatever your goal is. Next is to believe in yourself. Believe that you can do whatever it is you're setting out to do and this is one of my strengths. We were talking about strengths and weaknesses earlier. This is definitely one of my strengths. And 
I I know that about myself. I 100% believe that I can do anything that I set my mind to. I just believe it. And so this makes training and whatever my goals are, and not just for training, but like goals in life as well. I become very determined and I understand that I'm just a regular person, but just a very, very determined regular person. And I see that whatever I want to achieve, it's just a whole series of very, very, very small steps that I have to string together. And if I take each of those steps, I will reach whatever I'm trying to do. But I, once again, going back to that whole elephant thing, if you're just staring at this huge elephant, there's no way you're going to be able to eat the whole thing because you're just, <laughs> this is not the right metaphor, <laughs> but you're not going to forget it now, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So have that belief in yourself. Just try it once. It doesn't have to be for your training. It can be for something else or it can be for everything in your life. Just believe that you can do it because if you 100% believe it, any challenge that comes up, there's always a solution. Always. Be like water. Find a way around. And then the last thing is to connect with your fizzy fam and make that support network for yourself, whether it be, you know, even if it's just for your weekly class, is your partner supportive? Or do you jump on your your group chat with your classmates and you go, oh, I got this trick or guys, I'm struggling with this one. Is anyone going in for practice on this day? You you need people to talk to. You need people to vent to as well when you're having a a bad day. I can't get it. And, And then the people will say, well, you know, you've gotten it every other time. Just give yourself a break or it will come. We just need to work on this. So that support around you is so, so important. And you have a whole community of it with your fizzy fam. So remember to join the groups. We've got a whole heap of groups on Facebook. You can join Fizzy Poll competitors, you can join Fizzy Polars worldwide. Your studio will have a student group. You've got your individual class groups as well. So make sure you jump on that and get all of the support that is already there for you. I hope this motivates you to start thinking about your mindset for just your regular training and beyond in a different way. I hope you're feeling inspired to set some goals for yourself and get in there and achieve them. Please do tag me in anything that you do as a result of, um, you know, setting the goals and getting motivated and your mindset. And please share this episode with someone who you think would find it beneficial and, you know, has those days where they like, don't believe in themselves. Maybe they need a little kick up the bum and you can share this episode with them and say, hey, we're going to get our mindset sorted and focus on our goals this term. Thank you for joining me this week for Let's Get Fizzy Poll. And it's been great hanging out with you. I've loved talking about mindset and really digging down into how I think about it. And hopefully you've gotten some useful tips out of that too. I will see you next week in the next episode. Bye. Let's get busy.